When there's no news to be had, people will just make some stuff up, no matter how weird it sounds. We're going to discuss that today, as well as episode four of Peacemaker, on today's episode of the Geek Watch Podcast. This is the Geek Watch Podcast with Brian Hatcher and Mandy Petrie. Greetings, Geek Watchers, and welcome to episode 135 of the Geek Watch Podcast. I'm Brian Hatcher, and with me as always, Geek Watch's own resident geek goddess, Mandy Petrie. Good evening, Brian. So, I have been scouring the internet because I've been seeing all of these rumors about different things that are popping up here and there because, of course, at this point, we're waiting for some stuff to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're toward the end of January, February. We'll we'll see a few things kind of kind of a, a null period right now. Yeah, yeah. it it feels like the dead of winter, mm-hmm. don't it? But that's <laughs> kind of what we're. But there's so much. I'm seeing all these rumors that have been popping up, and I wanted to talk to you about some of them. I don't know what you've heard and what you haven't heard, but there's some of them. One specifically that I'm going to save to the end uh, of this discussion that I wanted to talk to you about because it's so weird. I would have uh, immediately have dismissed the whole thing because it's so ridiculous. There's no possible way this could be true, except I've seen so many people reporting on it. And there's some situations around it Mm -hmm. that make it sound almost like it might be the truth. But I wanted to talk to you about that. But I have been seeing a lot of rumors of different things. I think we, we had mentioned before that it does look like that they've started filming Black Panther 2 again. Oh, so okay, good. That It took forever. Yeah. And, of course, there were so many rumors about why filming had stopped and that there was all this talk that Letitia Wright was going to get recast. And mm. Well, it seems to be that a lot of that was rumors. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they're getting ready to start filming again, although they're saying they're going to wind up moving the uh, release date But I have to say there are a couple of things that really stood out that uh, I saw in the news. And the first of it was about Doctor Strange 2 and the multiverse of madness. And, of course, what's really strange, it seems like everybody's getting into the multiverse. It's like multiverse is the hot new thing. Mm -hmm. Everybody's getting into it except, of course, Rick and Morty that got out of it because they're like, (laughs) crap, everybody's doing it now. Well, we might as well stop doing it. But I've heard this rumor that we're going to see Tony Stark. But, but here's the rumor. It's not going to be Robert Downey Jr. This is going to be another version Mm -hmm. of Tony Stark from another multiverse. Like the one that met Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man or something like that? Possibly. Okay. And they're saying that it's going to be Tom Cruise playing him. Okay. I mean, Mm. I can can see that. I Mm -hmm. get that. I know a lot of people have said, you know, he would have made a great Tony Stark and... Mm -hmm. Of course, now with with the success of Spider-Man No Way Home and now that multiverse fever has struck. Oh, yeah. You can literally do anything. So they're like, well, sure, we'll, <laughs> we'll bring Tom Cruise in and we'll let him play Tony Stark. We can do that. We can do anything. <laughs> we can do anything, yes. We can do anything now. Well, it's the, um, I, I never watched it, but you watched The Crisis of Infinite Earth and the mm-hmm. like where we got Tom Welling. And, and of course, we got two Flashes meeting each other, <laughs> the TV Flash and the movie Flash. <laughs> so you, you could do all that stuff. Yeah. And so, yeah, you could do Tom Cruise as Tony Stark. The sky's the limit with all this. Going into multiverse and going into weird rumors, I have to talk about this because it's about Doctor Who. 
Hmm. Now, Doctor Who has dipped their toe in the multiverse. Mm-hmm. This is not exactly a multiverse type of a story, but it is a rumor that is so weird that I had immediately dismissed it until I saw it reported a whole bunch of places. And when I thought about it, I thought, it's possible. I don't know if it's a good idea, but it's possible. But here's the rumor. Mm-hmm. There are a bunch of people who are saying, and it was I'm trying to remember, uh, someone who was in the BBC, you know how that is, someone in the BBC, in <laughs> quotes, said that the 14th Doctor has been cast. Okay. The actor playing the 14th Doctor will be David Tennant. Yes, I see the look on your face. Okay. I don't know. You know, he's, he was doing um, Good Omens, and yeah. so... Well, you know, there was the talk that they were gonna mm-hmm. they wanted to bring Michael Shea in to, to play the Doctor, the 14th mm-hmm. Doctor. So that was out there, too. Mm-hmm. But apparently what... Hugh Lowry. Yeah. Basically, what they're saying, the way the rumor is going is that he's not going to be playing the 10th Doctor again. He will be the 14th Doctor. If you remember the 50th anniversary special where Tom Baker came back Mm -hmm. as the curator. Visiting some old favorites. Yes. That maybe that's what they're going to do. But it's not going to be a permanent. They're going to do some specials. They're going to do the 60th anniversary. And then they'll pass the keys on to whoever the new person's going to be. The reason they're doing this One is because there's not enough time to really cast somebody and they want more time to do this. And so they figure bringing back an old favorite Mm -hmm. can help jumpstart the series over again. But you're not sure. Well, I mean, here's the thing about that. I mean, I understand that right now the confidence in the show is at an all-time low, including me. Mm -hmm. And I've said it on the podcast that if we were getting a new season of Jodie Whittaker, I probably wouldn't be watching it at all. Mm -hmm. And so I can see that maybe going back to an old favorite might help, pardon the pun, regenerate this series <laughs> and, and get interest back in it again. Mm-hmm. Although, as the rumor says, you know, this is not going to be the 10th Doctor, and so David Tennant would be playing the Doctor differently. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be the exact same character. Now that he's lived through everything that Jody went through. and Through everything that Matt Smith went Matt through Smith. and Peter Capaldi. Yep. Mm-hmm. And... I know you haven't seen any of Peter Capaldi, but Mm -hmm. there was that point where the doctor didn't want to regenerate and tried to stop himself from regenerating, Mm -hmm. which is, think about uh, the 10th doctor and, you know, I don't want to go. Yes. But at that time, he also thought he only had 13 regenerations. Yeah. So now the doctor knows that he's timeless. And so David Tennant playing a timeless doctor. Well, maybe he is and maybe he's not. Mm -hmm. Because that's the problem with the Timeless Child storyline is that it does screw up a bunch of continuity. Because if the doctor has infinite regenerations, then why did Matt Smith's doctor, why did Eleven need to get a new regeneration cycle from the Time Lords? And like I've said, I've I've had theories about how to explain a lot of this stuff, mm-hmm. although it feels like to me that it is me doing the work that the sto- <laughs> that the that the writers should have been mm-hmm. doing. That it's not necessarily something that they had thought of, especially since they brought in this whole idea of the chameleon arc. Perhaps whatever race the Doctor was was changed into a Gallifreyan, a Time Lord. And so here's the other thing that made me think: well, this this might be possible. Sony has bought out Bad Wolf, and we talked about that. Mm -hmm. And, of course, Sony gave us Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm -hmm. And they're very much into, right now, when you think about it, giving the fans what they want Mm -hmm. and having this idea 
bringing back older characters and fan favorite characters. I mean, they, they did that with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And it's a very, very, very successful movie. Mm-hmm. And so... I can see why Sony might come to the conclusion that, hey, if we're having a problem with this franchise, let's just bring back one of the old actors that they liked and let's do that. So, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm not so sure it's the best idea mm-hmm. because, again, it reinforces the fact that the Jodie Whittaker's era was a complete wrong turn. And again, they're backtracking and going back to what worked before as much as the BBC has tried to make the narrative that Chris Chibnall, this was his plan all along to leave and Jody was leaving with him and this has nothing to do with anybody getting fired. If they put David Tennant back in the role, that's going to be really hard to continue that narrative. But, you know, I don't think Sony and Bad Wolf are really that invested and the BBC's reputation in all this. I don't <laughs> think they really care that much about how the BBC looks and how you know Chris Chibnall's uh, departure looks. I don't think they care. <laughs> and so they might be of the mind, well, we need to get the show back on track. And, well, this may make some people look bad. You know, we don't care. <laughs> we just don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as of right now, it's still a rumor and no one's saying anything. Mm-hmm. Well... No one that has any uh, true knowledge about what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody, the BBC, Bad Wolf, Sony, nobody, uh, David Tennant, nobody is saying anything. But a lot of people online are saying stuff. <laughs> but I guess we'll find out. We'll keep our eyes open and see uh, if we find out anything new from that front. But let's talk a little bit about Peacemaker. Now, is that dance number everything I said it was? Yes, it, it was wonderful. <laughs> oh, so, so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so you have been, uh, you're caught up at this yes, point. Uh-huh. So you have seen episode four. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to go into spoilers because why spoil this show? <laughs> uh, wonderful. Say, go watch this. Go watch it. Yeah, go watch the show. Mm-hmm. So that's the review. <laughs> but one thing that I feel like episode four really did well is it it really showed a lot of the things that I was saying about the first three episodes especially about James Gunn and his ability to bring out the best in actors and to see things in actors that most people wouldn't and to bring up their strengths because of course he started out in trauma and within trauma you don't have your pick of the best actors (laughs) and so you basically have to go with who you can get But you also have to be able to bring out the best in them and to see abilities and skill in them that maybe other people wouldn't. Maybe they don't see in themselves. Hmm. John Cena, you don't think of John Cena, oh, my God, this great dramatic actor. (laughs) Yeah, he's funny. people think, you know, wrestling. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And he's had some really solid roles in uh, minor roles Mm -hmm. in other movies. In TV, yeah. I mean, first, I can remember seeing him in Psych. Mm-hmm. He he guest starred. And he was in Trainwreck. The thing about it, especially in episode four, 
man, it was like he was going for the Oscar. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Oscar winning moment. <laughs> yes. He, I mean, the ending, like I said, you can't really talk a lot about the show without spoiling it, which I never would want to do. But, oh, my goodness, mm-hmm. the way it ended. A couple of things, you know, of course, John Cena's performance, <laughs> the amount of pathos in that moment was just, it was heartbreaking. You really care about this character. Mm-hmm. You really do. And, of course, that little twist at the end, which we won't talk about, but, oh, yeah, my God. I'm usually pretty good at guessing twists. That one that one knocked me in the face. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, no way! Again, this is a situation I feel that this show is better than it has any right to be mm-hmm. because there are so many paths this show could have taken that would have been the expected thing. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a goofy show. But James Gunn, who appreciates the material as much as he does, he doesn't go the cheap route. I've tried to think, Brian, have we ever dedicated this much airtime to DC before in no. one setting? I didn't think so. Well, uh, they to be honest, it's been a long time since they have given us something worth talking about. Yeah. It's, of course, chock full of one of my favorite tropes, and I talk about it all the time, is the uh, extreme situations while arguing about mundane things. Yeah. And there's not no spoiler here, the whole argument about the Mandela effect, you yeah. know, about the Berenstain, Berenstain Bears. I mean, they go on for an entire episode about that, and I love that so much. And one, I think, went, goes along with Vigilante, and I've seen this trope a lot more here recently. The uh, torturer or your maniac or your um, assassin having this Stepford, happy, very clean, hair-parted, kind of from the 50s. I've seen it in Titans. I've mm-hmm. seen it in uh, Stay Close on Netflix now. Mm-hmm. And, like, everything's so wonderful, and now we're going to kill you. I kind of feel like Vigilante's a little bit like that. And I love them. I read a story about uh, James Gunn asking Elizabeth Banks if that actor was an asshole because James Gunn has no asshole policies. Right. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Since you brought up Vigilante, one thing I have to say, and why I really love this character, episode four makes you really fall in love with this character. (laughs) But when you see Vigilante in the trailer, you just assume that he's going to be that stereotype. He is the diet version of the main character, Mm. who's a stand for the main character, but really they're not as competent as that character. They want to be the main character when they grow up, and so... A lot of the comedy comes from the fact that they're not as good they want to be. And so uh, that's what I assumed. And Vigilante is not that at all. (laughs) In the show, there's some times where he's shown himself more competent than Peacemaker. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, there's Mm -hmm. the one episode, again, we're not going to go into any spoilers, Mm -hmm. where he kind of has to step in and do what Peacemaker can't do. Mm -hmm. And also the fact that he doesn't completely stand peacemaker especially mm-hmm. in episode four they they have their moment where you know he's <laughs> I like i just want to thank you that moment <laughs> yes i just want to thank you for making trying to make me the mm-hmm. best that i can be and you can tell he's just angry mm-hmm. but that scene that scene in the prison <laughs> and that's all i, I can't say any more yes. than that oh gosh i love that so much it's and so good robert patrick having someone that you love to hate yeah yeah it's not easy outside of a soap opera because those people have years to build up that you love to hate this person but man i love hating him i oh, love yeah. it <laughs> oh yeah and he's so the thing about it is he he is such a despicable person mm-hmm. and of course, by the end of episode four, you're like, oh, I thought he was a crap sandwich. But, oh, my God, he's so much so worse. Much worse. <laughs> he's so much worse. <laughs> and then you have all these parallels between Peacemaker and his father. And then 
again, I don't want to go into any spoilers, mm-hmm. but another member of the team and their mom. It's a different kind of a situation, but there are parallels there. It's just like a couple of ways of of looking at the same situation. For all intents and purposes, this should just be a goofy, filthy comedy. <laughs> you know, with and all it this. Is. It and it is. is. And mm-hmm. it is. You could have easily just made this a comedy with a lot of WTF moments, and we'd have loved it. <laughs> but the fact that James Gunn loves the material so much that he is willing to make it mean something on top mm-hmm. of everything else. Yeah, and, and again, this is one of those ones that every guest character has an entire backstory that you can see in like two sentences. He meets that couple in the apartment and you know what they've been through. <laughs> you know exactly what their relationship is like. Oh, yeah. And I love that. Yeah, no, there are no Nothing's real, wasted. Nothing's wasted. Yeah. There's no real spirit carriers, as <laughs> I guess you would say in theater. I mean, everybody means something. <laughs> Anybody who passes through, they never really go forever. And His dad's neighbor, who brings up Superman and Batman and... Oh, yeah. And the Batman speech. (laughs) Holy cow. Yes. (laughs) Which, again, you know, I I have in the past, and of course in the last podcast, I compared James Gunn with uh, Quentin Tarantino and the fact that they have that ability to take these mundane conversations, but make them deep. Mm-hmm. And I, the whole Batman speech, certainly stuff that we've thought about before, but it definitely reminded me. Of the Superman speech from Kill, Kill Bill. Kill Bill 2, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker is Peter Parker, but Superman, he is Superman. <laughs> exactly. But DC, they're really picking up their game. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to... Oh, um, ADHD moment. Batman the audio drama. Oh, my goodness. Okay, who voices the Watcher? He plays Batman. Oh, that's amazing. And Brent Spiner plays the Joker. And John Leguizamo plays the Riddler. Nice. Yes, it is. I mean, that cast alone, but I mean, it's got Brooke Shields. It's got, oh, Alan Tudyk is Alfred. I was like, I may have a new favorite Alfred because I always oh, love yeah. Alan Tudyk. Well, you know, and <laughs> that's the thing. It seems like DC is really picking up their game. I, I just saw the latest trailer for the Batman. Yes. It's looking like comic books meet seven <laughs> uh, for obvious reasons, and it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy for it, you mm-hmm. know, as I'm as here much for as I'm, it, yeah. yeah, I'm definitely here I'm for here it. I'm here for it. And I love the bad ones. I love Batman and Robin. <laughs> I, I was listening to Gotham City the other day. It's like, a, you know, I did dances to that in high school and yeah. I, I love I love the bad ones too. So, oh, yeah, I, these well, are the, my rose-colored geek glasses. So. Oh, yeah. Well, I love the Adam West Batman. I mean, that was yes. par- a big part of my childhood. Oh, all my childhood. You know, I, I mean, I'll... my seventh birthday cake was uh, was a Batman cake. And, you know, nowadays for a girl to have a Batman cake is not odd. But in 1990, this yeah. was this was odd. <laughs> oh, yeah. As much as people might have accused me of being a hater, I was invested in a lot of DC stuff, you know, and grew up with DC and, and loved it. Sitting in front of the TV on Saturday watching Super Friends with a bowl of Super Sugar Crisp. <laughs> And just having the time of my life, DC was a big part of my life growing up. And it just feels like they're turning the corner. And Marvel is chugging ahead, and they're doing great stuff, mm-hmm. mostly. not been happy with every movie I've seen over the last year. Uh, <laughs> we know which one I'm talking about. <laughs> but some people have... God's some people, doing God stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there's some people who did enjoy it. And I believe me, I have no problem with anybody enjoying that film. I don't have any kind of investment in my taste that everyone has to have the same taste that I do. And oh, that, yeah. And yeah, you know, know, I wanted Patton Oswalt to play Mojo. And I was so, I'm like, I'm glad he's playing, you know, the little feller he's playing. But, you know, I really wanted to play Mojo. But I'll deal with it. Why can't Marvel just do everything that I want? Yeah, they need to talk to you more. <laughs> well, I always said that in D.C. I always wanted to see Patton Oswalt play Penguin. 
<gasps> and we uh. did. I did get it in um, Batman, which is the Batman parody that's on <laughs> on YouTube, where he played Penguin is just as good as I thought he would uh. be able to do it. But mm-hmm. I'm like, damn it! Does that mean he won't be able to do this in a DC movie right. for Warner Brothers? <laughs> damn it! Damn it! You know what? I'd be okay with him playing the ventriloquist with Scarface. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I can see that. Mm -hmm. But I I love the fact that DC's picking up and, you know, and Marvel's doing really well. And that, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's coming soon. Mm -hmm. Of course, right now we don't know exactly. Everything's getting shifted around and all these delays and the fact that Dates that we thought were solid are changing now, and no one's really committing to, you know, we've already talked about how Morbius has been moved around, and now it's like, I can't even remember what the official date is now, but I don't think it even matters, because they may wind up changing it again. Mm-hmm. But I a lot Morbius to come out around Halloween, but yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I, I think that would be nice. But the fact that there's just so much uncertainty, and a lot of plans are getting scrapped. What we do enjoy, we're definitely going to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait until we get to see episode five yes. of Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. Where does it go from here? I guess we'll find out. We shall see. And so with that said, we come to the end of episode 135. Thank you for tuning in and tune in again next time for the latest in geek news and views with the Geek Watch podcast. For Mandy Petrie, this is Brian Hatcher reminding all the geek watchers out there, we're all geeky about something. Be proud of yours. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Geek Watch Podcast. If you enjoyed this program, don't forget to like and subscribe on your preferred platform and share this podcast on your social media. For links to all the ways you can listen to the Geek Watch Podcast, as well as leave comments and suggestions, visit our website at geekwatch.net. The Geek Watch Podcast is a Hanging J production. <laughs>